We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often an hour's. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one day rule on its head and offer back to back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code datable and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. Hi, I'm Yui Shu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back as we answer your burning questions. Consider us your dating doctors. <laughs> Dr. Love. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're here to diagnose you heal. and heal heal your dating trauma your illness. <laughs> oh gosh. I hope we never have to call ourselves that. But that is kind of how we see these episodes of Brunch Talk is we're helping you talk through whatever it is that you're going through. One, make sure you know you're not alone in this. And two, get a fresh perspective yes. on what's going on in your head. And we love, love, love getting your questions, especially when they've been left in reviews. <laughs> we said that we are going to bump up the ones in reviews and we got one. So thank you for the five-star review. And we're so excited to get to this burning question. The burning question is, in early dating, how do I come off not so strong that I scare people off. 
in more context. Hello, ladies. I'm a 30-year-old woman who needs some guidance in dating. I think my anxious attachment style sabotages most of my new relationships. I need help with pacing myself. I tend to come on too strong in the beginning, and I've realized that most people don't like that. Can you recommend some guidance on how to approach the first month, two months, etc. of dating? Spoken like someone who has true anxious attachment style, because I certainly had that while dating, is that the more you think about being anxious, the more anxious you get. And so I suspect what's happening with you is that you get so in your head in those early days of dating that you ignore how you truly feel about this person. And all you want to do is just to keep them around. Make sure that you're chosen. Make sure that they keep asking you out and you don't even ask yourself, do I even like this person? The first thing I would say above all else is to not think, oh my gosh, am I getting too anxious? Am I coming on too strong? Because that's just going against the grain for you. There's no way an anxious person could be like, I'm going to be more chill. I'm just going to be cool about this. The more you say that, the more anxious you're going to get. So that would be my step number one is to not suppress that part of you. Absolutely. I feel like I just got major PTSD to my dating life (laughs) where I was constantly Constantly, you know, trying to move things along. I never thought about if I like the person Mm -mm. and overthinking. This is a huge overthinking aspect, right? Of how am I coming off? Am I coming off too strong? Do they like me? Honestly, unless someone like, have you even gotten that feedback that you're coming on too strong? (laughs) Is this just imposed in your own mind? More of the question, if we can reframe it instead of does this person like me? Do I like them? Mm-hmm. Am I showing my true self? So many times we get hung up in this context of a date that we feel like we need to bring a different side of ourselves. We need to act in a certain way. We need to have the date talk. We need to pace it a certain way. We need this formula of how to approach the first month, the second month, all the months of dating. Yeah. Think about your friendships. Did it go that way? No. And when you just met people organically, whether they turned into romantic prospects or not, it wasn't so formulaic, I think is the right word. Right. And I love dating apps. I'm so pro dating apps. But I feel like the reason why it's become so formulaic is because we go into every date with this like context of I must figure out if this is my person to have a relationship with. It's like a bad singles event, right? It's like people are just so on. Can't be your real self when you're in that headspace. So how can you alleviate some of this going into a date? Maybe it's talking to a friend that you can feel like your true self before you go on the date. Maybe it's meditating or doing like breath work or listening to music, like something to calm yourself and get out of this date mentality. Right. You're putting so much pressure on yourself to be something you're not, to be someone you're not, to fit into this arbitrary timeline of how you think relationships should go. When every relationship is so different, the way we develop connection could be at a different pace from relationship to relationship. So once you've acknowledged that this is part of you and that's the authentic side of you, there is nothing wrong with acknowledging this with the person you're seeing, even in early dating. I think it's so great for someone to say, I tend to have anxious tendencies. I know this about myself and I try to catch myself. But at the same time, you know, these are things that I need for me to not be so anxious. One is I really appreciate 
timely text backs. Yeah. I really appreciate if you have to cancel on plans that at least it's 24 hour notice. I don't think I'm asking for too much, but at least I know myself well enough to know this really works and these are my needs. Definitely. Well, before we go into it, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's ViaHemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style, spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. 
We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. Wait, <laughs> wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. When she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? <laughs> and maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely taking me back. I can feel 10 years ago, Julie, actually, I would say all the way to maybe five years ago, I had a solid <laughs> chunk of time that this was my mentality. Absolutely. So I feel the pain and feel like we're always looking for this like silver bullet of how to date. Mm -hmm. And I know like when I first started dating, I felt like I didn't have as much experience maybe as other friends of mine. So I felt like I was at like a deficit that I needed to learn all the things. And mm -hmm. that's what brought me to all the dating books. And some of them were quite terrible. Most of them. When I look back on it, like the rules, why men love bitches, all of those. Oh my God. But the real purpose for it was to find that formula. Mm -hmm. And I think the quicker we can realize that there is no formula and you need to just like feeling moving to that sense overthinking, that was a huge shift for me, like getting out of my head and just being like, how do I feel around this person? How does my body feel? Do I feel at ease? Like not just, oh, how do I feel? Like I feel the butterflies, but you know, do I feel like myself? Do I feel good in this person's presence? That's how you can really start to like shift out of this. Like what expectation does this person have for me? Right. Yeah. And then you start spiraling when you start doing all the guesswork, trying to be a psychic, try to read their mind, try to read the situation. When all you can really do is think, what do I have control over? I don't have control over what this person's thinking, what's going to happen tomorrow. I only have control over what I can do, mm -hmm. how I can react, and what I can ask. So if there's a burning question for you, like, I thought we had a date on Thursday. It's Wednesday night. I haven't heard anything back. Instead of ruminating in, oh, is this still going to happen? Did I come off too strong? Did I say something that scared this person away? Just ask. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I think we have a date. Yeah. I think we have a date set for tomorrow. I just want to make sure we're still on. Are you still good? That's all you can do. And then you get your answer instead of trying to guess what it is. The anxiety comes from the unknown. And when you have unknowns in your head, you can flip that and say, what can I get answers to? Yeah. And that's the moment to take advantage of and say, okay, these are the unknowns and I'm going to get answers to answer these unknowns now. And I'm still curious, is this just something you're projecting or has someone actually told you that you come on too strong? Right. Yeah. So, you know, we are big fans of the exit yeah. interview over here. So maybe you could ask someone. 
like why, you know, things didn't work out. A former flame. A yeah. former flame. Or maybe it's going to your friends. Sometimes your friends yeah. can actually see some patterns that you don't see yourself. That might actually be an easier first step. Do you come on too strong? You probably come on strong with them too, which is okay. If that truly is your personality type, that just might be your personality type. And the right person will be down for it. If you have friends Absolutely. or other people in your lives, then it's not a problem. That being said, if you're coming on too strong because you feel like you need to play these dating games and that's not actually your personality, right? but you're adhering to this date self of you, then that might be time to take inventory and say, like, is this actually who I am? And am I this coming on too strong in all parts of my life? Or am I just doing this in my dating life? Sometimes who we are in dating is not who we are the rest of our lives. And a lot of times, like, rectifying that disconnect actually can set you up to just be a much more authentic version of yourself. Like, I know for years, like, I remember my best friend just being like, I don't understand why none of your dates progress. Mm -hmm. You're a social person. And it's because I had this, like, whole other persona that I was bringing. Right. That wasn't actually me. And then when I lost it, one, it was so much easier because I didn't have to put on a front. Mm -hmm. And then people actually were attracted to me because I was who I was. People can feel when you're doing something that's not authentic to you. What's that cheesy line? You can only be you because everybody else is taken. Yeah. That's really it. I, like that's, As cheesy as that is, you have to stay true to yourself. And when you make statements like, I come on too strong, I scare people off, that is such a relative, subjective statement. What's someone to say you come on too strong? What is that in comparison yeah. to? Or is that a limiting belief that you have? Like Julie said, the right person will be at the same pacing as you and want to go at that pace. And if someone says, whoa, 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 you're moving too fast, you're coming on too strong, like that person's not ready for you. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out. Like that's not a right fit for you. We experience this. Julie, in the exit interview, we had Tia, who was our resident cool girl syndrome, mm -hmm. and she, for so many years, didn't voice her needs. You know, like she didn't DTR when she wanted to. She didn't ask for more commitment when she wanted to. So she came on our show, did that. We gave her that feedback. And then when she came back for the check-in episode, she said, Oh, I think I overcorrected because now I'm expressing my needs too early. And this guy I really like says I'm too, moving too fast. And we were like, no, 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 no. Now you are authentic to who you are. You're expressing your needs. Yeah. You're just scaring off the wrong people. And that is OK because yeah. you got to make room for the right people somehow. Right. I think this really comes down to like, what is this? Is this in your head? Yeah. Is this just the wrong people or is this actually a personality challenge that you you face in all parts of life. And if that's the case, like maybe there is some steps right. that can be taken to tone it down a little and read the room and make people feel comfortable, etc. But I feel like the only way that that would be is if it's showing up across the board. It wouldn't just be dating. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, this is a good personal development journey kind of exercise and you just have to get out of your own way yeah. in all of this. And I know you're looking for concrete answers like <laughs> month number two, you can ask for a sleepover. No, this is not how dating works. <laughs> there is no timeline to follow. We cannot tell you if you do A, B, and C, you're going to find the love of your life. So much of dating is trial and error and so much of it is messy. Yeah, And that's what makes it beautiful 
beautiful. So just kind of thrive in the mess of it, in the unknown, rather than asking for these answers that do not exist. And it's creating it with the person. Yeah. I remember like with my current partner, we saw each other a lot. Mm -hmm. Like it was like multiple times in the week. And me a few years ago would have been scared off by that. Or me that wasn't into someone would have been scared off by that. But I was down because I was one, ready to be in a place that I shared my life with someone. And two, I enjoyed being with my partner. So, so much of it is how do you figure out what works for the two of you and also staying true to what you want. If you're the type of person that wants to see someone multiple times a week, maybe at the very beginning, if they're not there yet, you can be, you know, adhering to that because that's a conversation you're having to figure out both of your comfort level. But if it gets down the line in a couple months in, they only want to see you once a week and you want someone that you're spending the whole weekend with, then you're probably just not at the same place Mm -hmm. of what you're actually looking for. But these are all conversations. What's right for one couple is not for another. It's just not so black and white. So figure out what is it that you want? How do you want a relationship to look? And then just talk about it with someone. Find a middle ground to begin with and see what feels okay and what doesn't. That's right. Relationships are a negotiation. Dating is a negotiation. Think about it. When you like ask someone out on a date, Yeah. does Tuesday work for you? How about a seven? Do you like sushi? It's a lot of these questions because you're trying to understand what the other person's preferences are. That's the same thing as in early dating, too. It's like, hey, I want to see you this weekend. How do you feel about that? And then you negotiate from there. You can't expect that other people know what your cadence is. And you can't also expect that your cadence is what they want as well. Mm -hmm. It's a constant negotiation. And I would also say in relationships, at least in the ones I've been in, there's a ramp up period and a chill period. You ramp up, chill, ramp up, chill. You cannot be ramping up the entire relationship, but you also can't be chilling the whole time either. So you go through like these evolutions in a relationship. And as long as you're both paced right, you're aligned on your pacing. It doesn't matter what's moving fast or what's moving slow. If you're moving at the same speed, it's all the same. Yeah. I have a comment on that. But before, I'm not sure how I feel about relationships are negotiation. I know it's a very common saying. Mm. I would rather look at it as relationships are collaboration. Mm, I like that word. How do we, you know, work together to find what's right for us. But that's just a semantic thing. And I know people say that all the time, but it's one of those things that I'm like, ah, I don't know. (laughs) The older I get, the more it becomes a negotiation because I get more (laughs) set in my ways. And like, I like it feel like a fight against each other, like a debate. I don't like that. That's what I don't like. But it does. I get it. But a collaboration is more comes from a place of openness that it's like, yeah, I usually like to do this on Wednesdays, but what do yeah. you like to do? And we can create that plan together. Has to start somewhere. Someone has to make a suggestion. Otherwise, the needle's not moved and the relationship is just stagnant. And I think the beginning parts of the relationship, I agree with you that it kind of like, you know, there's different parts that fluctuate. The beginning is inherently awkward. It's inherently confusing. People don't know each other. We don't know how this other person operates. So give yourself grace. Give the other person some grace as you're navigating this time and just find what works for you. From experience, 
I feel like it naturally will ramp up if both people want it to. And then if it doesn't, that's a conversation. Yeah. And if someone can't meet you or at least be willing to get there, I think what I've learned over time too is we're not always on the same pace because it's two humans coming together, but they need to get to you. Like we need to eventually get to the same pace in a time that works for both people. So are they one willing to get to your pace or at least like have a proposal that can gradually get to it? Maybe you want to see them four days a week in month one, but they really only want two. Can you guys net out to three? Like there's different ways to figure this out, but just be a little more, you know, flexible, I'd say in the beginning while communicating what it is you want and seeing how you two can come together. There you go. Flexible yet communicate your needs. Also very important. Flexible yet assertive. (laughs) (laughs) And staying true to yourself. Not hard at all, right? (laughs) Three really simple things. No, we get it. It's not that easy, but at least we can all practice these skills now. Thank you for that question. Thank you for writing it in the review. This is why we bumped it up. It's a good one. Above the hundreds of other questions that were (laughs) submitted. So you're welcome. But we also thank you. If you also like your question to be bumped, just do exactly what this person did. Give us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts, and you can write it in the body of your review with your question. We'll get to it right away. Or you can, I guess, do the old-fashioned way, DM us on Instagram at Datable Podcast, or you can email us hello at datablepodcast.com. Okay. Well, we will see you next week. Bye. The Datable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Datable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay datable. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.